Welcome to the jungle. Front Porch Radio presents Circle Unbroken with Taft Ayers. Welcome back to another edition of The Circle Unbroken. If you've been keeping up with us here on our format, we have had some really fun episodes recently. We've recently joined up a partnership with Farm Bureau, and we're going to get into all the different buckets and hats and names that we're working with through Farm Bureau Insurance. But we have joined up with them to talk about all the different elements of their organization, some fun things that they do, some partnerships that take place. And this all stemmed from them agreeing to help us bring Titans Radio to Front Porch here with Kennedy Broadcasting. And it's been a neat adventure for us because people can catch the Titans in many different places. But at Front Porch Radio here, one of the things we've wanted to do for a long time is bring all the different passions of the community right here to this microphone or megaphone, however you might look at it. And so when Farm Bureau, when we started to talk and really look at these different pieces, we told them about our Circle Unbroken format. And one of my favorite things about Circle Unbroken, just to catch you up, is that we believe that in life, you have a circle. And when that circle is complete, you feel good. You feel whole. You feel connected. But then the reality of life is this. Sometimes that circle can break. Things can happen. Things can loosen up. You cannot pay attention to a certain side. And then all of a sudden, you look around and you say, where am I? What, what am I doing? What, what's my purpose? so to speak. And so we believe that there's three different pieces that make up that circle. We believe in the faith piece. We believe in how you take your faith to work every day. So the business piece, where we look at your mission in the marketplace, and then we think if you have a center that is your faith, and then you work in the marketplace living out the virtues of your faith every day, you will make place number three, community better. And as we've discovered talking with Farm Bureau, there are so many different elements of this that fit right on as far as the DNA of their team, all the different team members from the agent level all the way to our headquarters here in Columbia. And so today we're excited to welcome in a new guest on this format, but somebody that I've known, somebody that we have gone to church together, that I've known through the community, and I think a lot of his family. And one of the things I want to tell our audience is this. Sometimes what you don't think about is I see so-and-so on social media. I see this kid growing up or this person doing it. And you have to be reminded sometimes that you haven't really talked to that person. You have to be reminded that I may see you on social, but I don't really get to talk to you all the time. And so that's my introduction to welcome in. I'm going to get this right. David Bell, who currently serves as COO of Tennessee Farmers Life Insurance Company. I wanted to get that right, David. Welcome in. Thank you, Taft. Good to be here. You're a brave guy coming in to Circle Unbroken. I also know that looking at our talking points here today, we'll have an easy conversation. Catch me up, first of all, on your personal life. How's your family doing? Tell us a little bit about your family. Oh, I'm very blessed. I have uh, two oh, married. I've uh, been married for 32 years and to a wonderful wife, Sean Bell. 
and have two wonderful sons. My oldest lives in Chattanooga, owns his own business, and uh, has four wonderful kids that call me Grumps. <laughs> and uh, I have my youngest son is finishing up his last semester, hopefully, at uh, UT Knoxville, and he is a student assistant coach for the volunteer football team, working with linebackers. So we have a lot of fun with that. Well, that makes it fun for the whole family. Absolutely. O- yeah. Off the microphone, we were talking about that adventure for him and what he wants to do in the future. Yeah. And I think that works perfectly also with the different things we've talked about with Farm Bureau being the connection from the corporate sponsorship. (laughs) Yes. And also looking there and saying, hey, this goes (laughs) together. We can work. We can play. Yeah. Yeah, I love being in Neyland and uh, seeing the Farm Bureau insurance signs on the sideline. It's a lot of joy there. And, And you told us this, too, that your wife, who you mentioned earlier, that as this relationship has grown with your youngest son in Tennessee, she's grown in her love for football, right? Yeah, she went from about 18 months ago. She didn't know the difference between a a hike and a first down, and now she knows every player on the Vols football team and hometowns and numbers and uh, all that. So, yeah, she's suddenly become a football fan. If there's anybody out there wondering about – how you keep the magic alive, how you grow in your relationship all the time, how you get to know your spouse better. Yes. You can always learn new things. And to the young man out there who might be dating a woman or vice versa, the young lady that might be dating a boy, and they may say this, you know, we don't really know how much they love football, how much they love the game. David's here to show us today there's always hope. There's, there is always hope. That's right. <laughs> yes. Well, let, let's jump into our topic here today. As we said, we have what we call a front row seat to Farm Bureau. One of, one of the fellows on a recent podcast sent me a message afterwards, and he said, you're getting a front row seat to all things hmm. Farm Bureau. And so with this piece today and your role as COO of the life insurance side, that's just common talk, right. how I would try to describe it to somebody. Tell us this, David. Tennessee Farmers Life Insurance Company is celebrating, am I getting this right, 50 years of service? That's right. September the 1st of uh, this year was 50 years. So fantastic. Wow. What all have you done as far as the celebration of that or educational piece of that? Well, we, uh, of course, some of my coworkers like to pick on me because our uh, property and auto company, Tennessee Farmers Mutual, was celebrating their 75th anniversary. <laughs> and so sometimes I, I have to make sure we don't get second billing and sure. remind people that we're also celebrating an anniversary and we have fun with that. But seriously, it's, it is it's, it's a half a century of service. And uh, internally, we've had, uh, on September the 1st, we had a big celebration for our employees. We, a bunch of our uh, retirees came back, and uh, we, uh, had, we were able to reconnect and celebrate what that service has looked like and meant in our communities throughout Tennessee. So 50 years is a really big deal to us. Wow. Well, congratulations from us here at Front Force Radio on that anniversary. Uh, and we would say this if we had, you know, a, a cup of coffee here or anything, we would say cheers to many more. That's right. right? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. Well, let me ask you this. There's so many organizations that have multiple pieces. Uh, we have that here at our station. You look down the road at any organization or company. And what's really important for organizational health is for the different areas to, I like to say this in my family, to play nice with each other, mm-hmm. to say we're going to throw out a word like team, and we're going to say that we work together. So you've got one side with a 75th anniversary, one side with a 50th anniversary, but you take common average Joe like me. I learn more and more about your offerings all the time. I learn about what can help my family when I'm gone, 
with the life insurance right. piece. I learned what helps my family get through day to day now on the other side. And I want to commend you just from the outside because so many organizations have different sides, right. different lanes, and you say, okay, how does this one play with this one? How do they work together? And what it looks like to me, like I said, average guy who walks in, it looks like a really good operation team and family. Absolutely. So, And that that's great to hear because what we want is when a customer or a prospective customer or even a claimant on, on the property and auto side, if they walk into one of our offices, we are Farm Bureau Insurance. And to them, I mean, obviously we have separate legal entities that, you know, we have to do it that way. That's how we do business. But to the consumer, we're just Farm Bureau Insurance and we offer property insurance, we offer auto insurance, we offer life insurance, and we're part of an overall organization called the Tennessee Farm Bureau, and that is a grassroots, rule-minded organization that is everything that's good about America, you know, apple pie and all that, that's Farm <laughs> Bureau, and we get to all celebrate under that same umbrella, and uh, and we do, it is team, I mean, that's a cliche, but sure. but truly, everybody in that building at 147 Bear Creek Pike, we are all mission-minded to the same thing, and that is taking care of our neighbors, and our neighbors uh, here in Columbia and in every community in Tennessee. I have found that when we talk about cliches and we look at this, we can go to a certain company of a smaller size and maybe say, these are your core values. And if it's just a poster on a wall, it can, to your point, feel cliche. Some places and organizations, when you go and speak there and talk to them about DNA, about team, they can roll their eyes and they can say, yeah, we're a team, all right. You know, and right. they can look through that. And so it does feel cliche unless you really mean it, yep. unless you can really point to it. And so I think people like you are to be commended for that. Yep. And for our Circle and Broken audience, this won't be just an hour of me commending David. But I wanted to start with that, man, because it's so important. It's so important to see it internally and externally. Well, it, it is. And, and, you know, like any team, I mean, we all have our challenges and there's personalities. But at the end of the day, we know that we're all charged with taking care of our customers. And we, all of us, uh, from... The newest person that we hired yesterday uh, to Mr. Panel that's been there for a lot of years, uh, to every employee in between, uh, they all have that mission that we're going to take care of our neighbors. With this being the, the 50th anniversary and celebratory things that have gone along with that, when I go to somebody's anniversary celebration, one of my favorite things to do is to watch a slideshow. Uh, I like to hear stories. It's so-and-so knew the couple at this time or that time. So in order for us to talk about this 50 years of service, let's go back. Let's go back and talk about the history of the company. I'm going to ask you a few questions sure, sure. based on that, and you feel free. You run whatever direction okay. you want to with this, okay? First of all, how did the life insurance side come to be its own company? How did that happen? So about, well, from 1948, okay. uh, when uh, Tennessee Farmers Mutual was organized, and we started selling uh, auto and property insurance in Tennessee, uh, we sold life insurance. I, we, I wasn't around, then, <laughs> not that old, but we as a company and our agents uh, sold life insurance through a company called Southern Farm Bureau, okay. and uh, they're headquartered in Jackson, Mississippi. And so for 
23 and a half years. It was a, uh, uh, that's, that's how, what our agents sold. And, and some of our agents were some of their top agents in that whole company. And at that time, I think they wrote life insurance in 14 states. Um, but then in early 1972, um, there were some questions about Tennessee's ability to have ownership in that company. Okay. And, you know, we'd been already a little successful selling property and auto insurance and servicing that to the Farm Bureau members. And uh, our leadership and board of directors at the time said, you know, I think we can, uh, I think we can build a life insurance company. And so uh, 1972, they formed a study committee. And uh, looking back now, I don't know how in the world the regulatory environment must have been different, but they were able to form a company from scratch that quickly. But uh, by mid-1973, they were ready and, and officially started business September the 1st of 1973. And it has been just a, a very smooth trajectory of growth and success uh, throughout that time. Uh, the first employee of the life company uh, was, uh, or is, was a gentleman named Dennis Stephen, and he'll be well known to a lot of people in the Col- uh, Columbia area. His son was Andy, that yeah. was uh, on one of the previous episodes. Uh, but he was the first employee, and uh, he takes a lot of pride in that. Uh, he uh, has fond memories of literally issuing policy number one uh, to Mr. Clyde York, uh, who uh, was uh, the Pro- Farm Bureau president at the time. And uh, I had the privilege of working directly for Dennis from 1995 uh, to, I guess, 2015 when he retired. And uh, he, his passion, uh, is, his DNA is still seen in every part of our organization. That's what when I first knew him and, and learned that he was connected. I, I knew him through a church space, right? And then knew about him and his family from athletics and, and local church things. And then I realized I said this on a previous episode that when I meet somebody who I describe as, oh, you're a farm bureau guy, or oh, you're a farm bureau girl, and I, I would meet these people and knew that they were connected to the brand, but right. then learned what they did. And so I would meet different people and ask them questions, and I would say this sometimes: Oh, do you know Dennis Stephen? Oh, do you know John? I would mention these different names of people that I knew, and it was funny because they would always kind of give me a bless your heart. Like, <laughs> of course we know, of course we know them, because as you said, the people that have gone before you at Farm Bureau in any capacity, I think this has come up on every episode that we've recorded so far. Is this you? You stand on their shoulders Absolutely. Of, of the things that they've done, and you do that with respect. You do that and say, we appreciate the work that's been done. The neat thing about a 50th anniversary is this. It's a great milestone, but things don't feel so historic to the point where you can't reach out and touch them. And right. so look how far we've come and how we've grown. Oh, and thank you. Yes. And then you can look at the family members and thank you because it does require so much and the irony of that, David, is this. We're talking about thanking people and taking care of people. And later on in this episode, we'll talk about how that happens with life insurance. Absolutely. How you're able to take care of people and thank them Absolutely. in, in many different ways. Now, let me ask you this. I've recently said this. Healthy things grow yep. and growing things change. And so those aren't things that we should be afraid of in our personal lives, spiritually, financially. But here... With Farm Bureau insurance as a whole, you see healthy things grow and growing things change. And sometimes people can say this, oh, we've grown for sure. It's different, 
People look different. Our numbers are different. Facilities different. Made a new driveway. You know, all the different things that you <laughs> yeah, look love at. Love the new entrance. That yeah. you can see, hear, feel, and touch. But on this question, I want to ask you this. As you have established organizational health, grown and changed, of course we know that this has to pass all the approval and make sure this is an okay thing to ask. But this is what I want to know. Are there any statistics that you can share relating to the early days of the company to now as far as growth? Yeah, sure. So, of course, in 1973, we literally started with practically nothing. Mm-hmm. We had to have a, a an investment, so we had stockholders that helped start the company. Started with $4 million, and which, you know, 1973 was a lot of money, still sure. a lot of money, but $4 million, and that has grown to almost a $600 million uh, uh capital and surplus right. in the company we have you know a couple of billion dollars of assets that back the promises that our products represent but to me them and those are financial numbers sure. that you know they're really big so sometimes people you know like okay to me the numbers that mean the most because it puts faces with the growth of the company of course we started with no no policies right so you, you open the doors you don't have anything in the first four months of the of the company, uh, we wrote 2,500 policies, which doesn't sound like much. We write that much in a couple of weeks now, but that was it, it doubled the expectations that the leaders had set in the early days yeah. of the company. By 1985, so 12 years in, we had 50,000 policies. Uh, and then in 1998, when we celebrated our 25th anniversary, we had grown that to 150,000 policies. In TAF today, we have 432,000 policies in force. And to me, again, it's a big number, but what's most important is that represents 432,000 Tennesseans that count on Farm Bureau life insurance to be there on their worst day. I mean, you talk about circle mm-hmm. being broken, mm-hmm. things being whole. Uh, when we're called upon to give the service that our company, our, our, the mission of our company, that family is is experiencing something being broken. Right, right. And for us, you know, it, it's our it's a product. It's easy to make. It's just a commodity. But no, it's it's real. And to that family, when they've experienced a death, let's call it what it is, somebody has died. In order for them to uh, to have that life insurance claim. Our agents, and and that's what I probably the thing I am most proud of, is that almost every one of our claims, uh, it's it's, and I'm not being critical of other companies sure, or anything, sure. but uh, you're not calling a one eight hundred number to file a claim, and and never see a person. Our claims are settled by our agent on their behalf, calling the home office and saying, "Hey, they've had this loss," and they personally deliver almost every one of those claim checks to that family they i I say it's it's uh, care and compassion that's how we give our service because again it's not just an auto accident or or you know a a theft at their home this is this is about as real and raw as it can get and many of those are tragic and and uh and our agents are able to just be there and love on them and, and walk them through that process and, and hopefully give them sound advice. So 432,000 is a number that's really important to me, but then a really big number. So another way we kind of judge our growth over time is the what we call the face amount to right. have to those policies. And that's if you buy a $100,000 policy, 
that's a hundred thousand dollar face amount. So in 1973, those first four months that the policy or the company was in existence, we wrote $41 million worth of, of face amount during that, which again is a huge number. Uh, I mean, it was so far above the expectations that they had at that time. And, um, by 1982, we <clears throat> had reached our first billion dollars in face amount. In 99, we hit 10 billion. And then in 2020, we hit 40 billion. And today, I checked it right before I come to double check, we're at $47.5 billion of face amount throughout this state. And again, that's the number that represents the, 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 uh, the product that we uh, sell and service to our customers. And, uh, and we're very proud of that. You've heard these numbers here today from David Bell, who is the COO of Tennessee Farmers Life Insurance Company. Stick with us, because after the break, we're going to talk here on Circle Unbroken about how the company has evolved over the years and then also how it stayed the same. We'll be back. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Carey at the Trailer Store. 
We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment, sales and rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years, and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. This episode of Circle Unbroken, it's a special one today as we're dealing with our Farm Bureau Insurance series that we've been doing, and this episode today is number three of eight, God willing, that we'll be doing with all different pieces of that. And I want to remind you that this special Circle Unbroken partnership that we have all comes from the fact that Farm Bureau Insurance agreed to help us bring Titans football, I can just hear it right now. I I can hear Keith talk. I can hear him going. And all of this so that we could bring it to the local format. And so it's been a really neat way for us to celebrate what we call here Front Porch Radio. We've seen Columbia grow. We've seen Columbia change. And what we do here at Front Porch Radio is we celebrate all different areas of growth, whether or not it's through 
different things that are happening here with nature and the Duck River, all the way over to our different sports areas where people compete. We look at local politics. We look at schools and growth and development. And one of the things that I have noticed has been Farm Bureau headquarters here that's located, well, when I see it in my drive, if you're local to Columbia, I can go down Bear Creek or I can meet it coming up through Tom J. Hitch. And when I see that headquarters, I always remember that there is something happening here locally that touches the whole state, all 95 counties. And I've been able to say and see and watch that Farm Bureau Insurance has grown as Columbia has grown, as the state has grown, how this development has happened. And so I want to welcome back today today's guest, David Bell, who is COO of Tennessee Farmers Life Insurance Company. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. Good to be here. The front door was unlocked. You didn't run out. (laughs) Uh, you, you stayed with us, and we're happy to have you here on Circle Unbroken. Catching people up on Circle Unbroken, we hit three different areas. We talk about faith, we talk about business, and we talk about community. And one of the things, David, that we have found in dealing with this series is that the DNA and the culture, they just match up with what this show is trying to be, the platform we're trying to create, and what you all have done, especially on your side now, for 50 years. Yes. And so I want to talk about that because I think, as you heard coming out of the break, Johnny Cash singing about May the Circle Be Unbroken. It's this idea. It's funny. We have a podcast and a radio show that is hopeful to bring life to people, but it's a song that talks about death, that talks about what happens and you know what we do in life and then what our reward will be. And so I want to really speak about this with your piece, David, because we have seen an evolution of your company. Absolutely. And so it's a heads and a tails here. I want to open it up for you to talk about how the life insurance side has evolved over the years and then maybe how it stayed the same because both of those are important when we talk about growth. Absolutely. So I've I've been with the company a little over 31 years. I started as an agent in East Tennessee and uh, and then had opportunities to move to Columbia. And, you know, I think, yes, things change, things stay the same. The thing that, and, and it, again, we talked about cliches right, earlier. Right, sure, sure. But uh, the thing that has not changed at all is the people. Right. Uh, and and we are a company and an organization built around relationships. It's interesting when we have people retire after 30, 40 years of service to the company. Um, it, it It's never and – and you talk to them later. I mentioned our 50th celebration. We had some retiree – a lot of retirees come back. And, they, you know, they don't necessarily miss the business, but they sure miss the people. And they miss the interactions that, and relationships. So – uh, we we, uh, we still have a lot of really good people that support our company and, and, and build our brand, and, uh, and that'll never change because, again, that is our DNA is just really, really good people in, in both the home office and throughout the state uh, serving and selling our products. What has changed is um, the big thing is just how we do business, like right. the technology and the systems behind it. Um, it's, uh, Dennis, that was the first employee of the life company. He talks about when they issued that first policy, I mean, they literally had a copy machine. They had typewriters. They typed out the name, the policy number, the amount. And if they made a mistake, they had to start over and they had pre-printed policy pages. I mean, they, by hand, we're doing that. Whereas now, I mean, it's it's we have lots of systems that support all that. Still, a lot of work that has to go into it. A lot of uh, 
technical knowledge that our, our team members have to have. Uh, but but the systems that support it have is what has changed the most and will continue to evolve and change. But again, the core is those people. Well, when you see marketing and advertisement for y'all, and we, we discussed this earlier, when you see it, you'll see home, auto, life. You, you'll see the way that that's a circle. Right. You know, with, with everything that you need. And so we're just running with our theme today, David. Absolutely. Uh, the way that that goes together for each person. And you look at the growth. You look at what needs to change and what needs to stay the same. And I've seen within your industry, when it comes to talking to people about insurance needs, whatever they might be, when you look at the life insurance piece, I think there's the personal touch side where you can't beat this. Right. Like when I'm looking at you, we're breaking bread, we're, we're together. I've said this in churches a lot. A lot of churches, they say that they're a family, but what happens is, I go to the same building that you go to, and I look at the back of your head, like in a row, for years, and we say we're family. Yeah. Well, life happens in circles. Life happens like this. You know, when somebody's here, somebody's here, and we're together. I don't invite my wife out on a date and say, hey, let's go out and you sit in front of me, right, and look at the back of your head. I want you to be here so we can do life together and learn each other and know each other. I think when we look at our culture today, there's that personal touch or somebody needs to talk like this. But then a lot of us are on the go. And so there's this blend of the personal touch, let's sit down together, and then the people that say, hey, can you give me a DocuSign? Hey, can you send this and do that? Folks are really busy. Yeah, you've got to work on that personal touch and how you do that here. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, and it has evolved, and, of course, COVID uh, put everything kind of in hyperdrive, uh, change, uh, change a lot of stuff in the life insurance industry too, but uh, but specifically, you know, yes, people are busy. They they have they they commute, they telecommute, they remote work. I mean, people just uh, have different lifestyles than they did ten, fifteen years ago. Um, I think the the thing that makes our company, uh, I don't know if it makes us unique, but I, th- I definitely think it makes us special is we meet our customer if they're an existing customer. Mm-hmm or a potential customer, we meet them where they want to meet us. And so we love for them to come by our offices. We're proud of our offices. We take a lot of care in those, and, and, and that's, that's our, that is our front porch in mm-hmm. the communities. So we, we want people to come to, to our office. And in smaller communities, typically that that's, happens more than it does in other areas. But in larger metropolitan areas, it's not convenient. And so our agent will meet them over the phone, through email, through text, whatever they need to do to help them get the coverage they need, file a claim, anything they need to do. And so, yeah, there's there's things called DocuSign, and uh, you can email uh, illustrations and proposals sure. and different things. Like there's, but but it, but what our customers, I hope they know, is even though it may be an email or it may be a text, on the other side of that. Is somebody that really cares about them, and there is a personal connection. They want to get to know you. They want to um, form a, a connection with you, not just to sell you something. Yeah, I mean right. that's what we want to do, but it's not just to make the sell, so that we can we can take care of you holistically. That we can take care of your auto, your home, and your life. Which I'm trying to change the tagline to "Life Auto Home." <laughs> I haven't got any legs yet, uh, but seriously, I mean we we really take a lot of pride in. We want to service all lines of business so right. that we can really take care of you. Well, I mentioned earlier, if I talk to a local agent and I talk to a local agent, I know 
that as they take care of me and take care of my family, that life insurance is going to come up. It's not going to feel like a complete afterthought, but it's also not going to be in my face. It's right. going to be woven into the conversation in a way that I'm sure they, they've been taught the importance of that. This is part of who we are. This isn't just something that we add on. This is part of what we offer, and we've been doing that for 50 years. Right. And so when you communicate that and you say, this is how we're different, I think about the person that may say this, you know what, I'll mention that on the phone, or I'll talk about that if, if we're having some communication, but I am better in person. That, that's what a lot of people yes. say. And when they say that, one thing that gets triggered in my mind is this, I understand that, but sometimes we've all had an in-person encounter that was cold, not warm. And so if that can be true, you flip it over and say, okay, if you've had an in-person co- encounter that was cold, hey, there's also a way for you to make a touch on the email or phone warm. Absolutely. There's a way to bring who you are and bring it to that. And so we can't just use, and I'm just preaching to everybody now, but <laughs> that we can't just use those excuses in our lives to talk about something that's very important either way. Absolutely. That, that you do that. Well, and you know the, the, the thing with life insurance, whether it's Farm Bureau or any other company, um, it's not an easy topic to talk I know. about. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, Scott, you, you've been in the religious mm-hmm. ministerial. I mean, you got to get people thinking about things that they don't want to think about. Sure. And the, the first headwind that anybody has with life insurance is you got to think about the fact that you're going to die. Right. And um, again, it's not pleasant. Uh, I don't mind talking about my demise, but I don't want to talk about anybody else's in my family because that that's terrible. Um, and uh, so that's the first thing you got to get them to think about that, and again, that's not natural to people. Sure. And so what what we want to do is is rent space from people and say, you let me take care of that. You don't have I like to think that phrase. about it. You you let our agent, uh, you hire them to take care of that problem. Will you say that again, you. if in case somebody was driving or <laughs> or not paying attention at work, what well, say that again? Which part? The about rent, rent, yes, rent space. Yes. Like, yeah. You let us rent that. You you don't have to take worry about it. Let us you carry don't have to it. Think about let, it. We'll yeah. carry it for you, and and uh, it's going to happen. Take care of your family, mm. and you don't have to think about it. Wow. I'm going to start saying that. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean that's good. Help because there's so much that does occupy space. Yes. And there's all the things that that happen in our head between that territory, you know, between our ears. Yep. And so to say let us carry that for you, let us rent that space. Man, that's ooh. That that's good and and you can tell here that I've never heard that before. <laughs> but man, that that makes some sense. I want to ask you this. We've got sure. 2 minutes before we go to the break. And so I'm going to see okay. if you can respond to this in a 2-minute format. How are you all responding right now as a company to changes in the economy? Well, uh it's it's interesting. Uh we're still writing life insurance. Mm-hmm. People st- I mean the economy doesn't change the fact that people need right. our product. Uh, the great thing is, though, people that have certain policies with us, they've built up cash value over the years, and they can lean on that. Maybe they have to get uh, do a partial surrender or something to, to access some of the money that they've built up in a policy. And we're absolutely great to do that with them because that's what they've that's why they've done yeah. what they've done. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's there's technical things in the economy that. Uh, influence how we uh, what we do with our investments and how we do strategy but at the end of the day it's it's taking care of people and that never changes whether the economy's up down or sideways we're just there to take care of people 
And I think that's a message that, that could go to this world, to everybody. We talk about what we believe in. We talk about what matters the most to us. And so to be able to say, lot's going to change. You know, whoever's in the White House, that, that's going to change. Whoever you elect, that's going to change. But the reality of life is that we have a beginning and an end. That's right. And in that, Farm Bureau Insurance wants to be there for you at all those different steps. Your That's marketing right. team does a good job with that. Uh, we're able to see that and that importance here. And so I just want to remind our audience that we've got David Bell, COO of Tennessee Farmers Life Insurance Company, here with us, and we'll be back for our final portion of Circle Unbroken. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They're timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. 
Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big, no tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113 or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back to Circle Unbroken. I'm your host, Taft Ayers. And we're joined in today with David Bell, who's the COO of Tennessee Farmers Life Insurance Company. Welcome back, my friend. Thank you. You've done a really good job, I believe, here today of talking about what sets Farm Bureau Insurance apart as far as how you're different from other companies. The personal touch, I think, is a big deal. Your, your commitment yep. to all things community and life. And so I, I appreciate that. I want to ask you one question before we get into what I like to call here the life insurance educational piece. Yep. Because we're talking about your role and what you do, and somebody might be listening and think, this is really good. What is it? They might be thinking, you need to reduce this to me and let me know what it means. Before we get there, David, I want you, if you will, to share a personal experience you've had as an employee and what motivated you to become the leader at your level within the organization. Oh, that's a good question, Taft. Uh, you know, it's such a good company, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and they, they treat us fair and but it's it's the mission of what we do we, right. we do good things like what it's a it's a societal good thing that we get to be a part of so i mean that's a that's a big motivation but um but it's just being a part of of that um i mean obviously we want to take care of our families and 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 all that but uh Mr. Panel, our, our CEO, uh, he makes it really easy to be a leader in our company, and um, and and I've been blessed to work with him for a long time. But he he makes it easy. Um, but um, I don't know if I'm answering your question exactly. But it's it's just really personal to me. Like, sure. Like um, I started with the company as an agent in East Tennessee. I think I mentioned that, and um, and. You know, I wasn't that great at selling. I, I, I recognize that about myself, but I love the company so much that I wanted to find my niche in it. And um, operations and how things work kind of just rung true with me. And Dennis Steven gave me an opportunity to uh, come in and, and work with him. And he uh, he coached me hard. And, uh, um, you know, some days it was uh, – I wasn't sure if he liked me very much. But most <laughs> days I knew he loved me and he wanted me to grow as a person. And uh, he, he was a big part of that growth for me and wanting to serve the company. Well, David, I think you nailed the question because we all grow and develop with different motivations. And when we, I hate to say it this way, when we climb a ladder, that feels so rung by rung. But as we advance, as we evolve in life, the same way you want to do it personally and professionally, the way the company has done that, there are different things that that kickstart us, that motivate us, that push and pull us. And for you, it sounds like observation and operation. You've said... To see the way people do this, to yep. see the way they give, to see the way they contribute, and then to see—I've got one son like this of my four kids. One of them loves to know 
how things are made, how they go. And I hope when he gets older, he always wants to know about the why. Yes. Why did this happen? Yes. Why did that? And I think that's good to answer questions. Related to that point, one of the greatest questions that we can be left asking in life is why. Yep. We can ask why when something happens that we're not ready, when somebody leaves us too soon, when somebody passes and we're left thinking, why? You know, how, what do I do? What's next? How, I need some help. I need somebody to stand in the gap for me. And that's when we look at the idea. Sometimes it feels too late when you look at life insurance. And so I want to ask that question, first of all, David, educate me and educate our audience on this. If somebody came up to you and said, what is life insurance? Who needs life insurance? Let's jump into that. Sure. So first, what is life insurance? I mean, there's there's a technical definition. You know, it's the pooling of risk and taking everybody's premiums and putting them together and then paying claims as, mm-hmm. as, as claims are made. But ultimately, what is life insurance? It is, it is an insurance policy that when the worst day happens to your family, you die. Uh, that policy steps in and pays that whatever that mm. face amount is, pays that to the beneficiary so that your family can, can continue living. Uh, for, and, and who needs life insurance? Uh, you know, the trite answer would be everybody. Of course. Okay. Um, but uh, it, it's really about stages of life. Of, of who needs it and, and how much you need. Um, I mean, if you're you have four kids that are depending on you, um, that's that is a big obligation to have. Like somebody, those four kids and your wife, if you're no longer in the picture, right? Somebody uh, is going to have to provide for them, and th- and that's what that's the miracle of life insurance for pennies. Uh, it turns into lots of dollars that can be there to take care of them, and then as 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 your life changes, maybe you get to you you're blessed to live to an older age. It may be that you just need final what we call final expenses taken care of. How much? And and we're right across the street from Oaks and Nichols. Right. Uh, funerals are not free, and they cost money. And uh, you nobody wants to be a burden to their family. And so sometimes even just taking care of final expenses can be such a blessing to a family to know I don't have to worry about it. And um, Talk about motivation. You asked that earlier, but like for me personally, that uh, I, every claim that we um, that we have reported each day, every morning, I look at those claims from the day before. Look at every one of them, and I recognize every one of those has a story. Of course, there's a family. Uh, I look at the beneficiaries. I look at how long the policy has been in force. Uh, because we're going to make a difference for that family. And, you know, always I, I wish the policies were bigger and, you know, because obviously it's a bigger impact, but we were there for them. And um, I'll throw a, a number out to you. In 50 years, we're celebrating 50 years, we've been there for 27,000 families, and we've paid out $1.3 billion in face amounts that have gone back into our local communities over that 50 years. We make, we've, we've made a difference because our customers allow us to make a difference in their lives. Just last year, uh, 2,200 families were impacted by Farm Bureau Life Insurance. Over $103 million went back into our communities. And I, I'm very proud of that. Uh, that that's why you need it. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it is, is being there to protect your family. I like how you phrased it. In the, this many years, we have been there 
for this many families. Tell me this on this educational piece also. When I'm choosing a life insurance policy, I want to get into the weeds on it. When I'm choosing a policy, what are important factors for me to consider to ensure that I'm covered the right way? Are there different things? Well, there are, and, and it kind of goes back to what I said a moment ago, what stage in life you are. Okay. Um, if you're in your peak earning years um, and you have you know, people depending on you making that money, uh, that's a big thing that you have to think about. We, we, there's a technical thing we call a needs analysis task okay. that we, many of our agents will use. Um, to me, the most effective thing is just the back, or a piece of yellow legal paper to <laughs> sure. sort down through it. Sure. How much do you make? You know, it starts with that. That's the most uh, thing that people can connect with the easiest is how much money do you make? Um, most experts in the field recommend that you have at least 10 times your annual income. And at least that's a starting place. Who do you owe money to? Do you have a mortgage? Do you have a note on your car? Um, you know, any other personal debt, credit cards? You don't want your family left with that. Right. Um, and then, you know, there you have four kids. If You know, okay, you've taken care of your income. But they may want to go to college or or to a technical school. Well, those aren't free either. Typically, I'm, I was never smart enough to get scholarships, <laughs> so I had to pay for mine. And uh, so somebody has to pay for that. So that's again the miracle of life insurance. So you just have to sit down and determine, okay, what are who is depending on me for what, and how do I, how much do I need to replace that. I have, a, I have a functional question here because you got sure. me thinking. Okay, okay, good. And as I'm, I'm thinking here, David, I'm a, I'm a set it and forget it kind of guy. Um, it's what, it's how I like to live my life, and it's probably the thing my, my wife least, likes the least about me. I'll say, hey man, it's good, we did it. Let's, let's move yeah. on and go. If I am somebody that has a policy, and I have my agent, I will like to say, hey, I got it, I'm covered, we're good. I, hey, you're going to rent the space here? Yeah. I'm going to go on and move about my life. But then there's a real question of if I'm built that way, how often, what's the importance of me speaking regularly with my agent if I have an existing policy? Absolutely. There's two the two things that come to mind the, the quickest. Number one is uh, life changes, right? Mm-hmm. So um, you're making more money. Right. Uh, you've incurred different debt. I mean, so therefore, there's an if, if if you're trying to protect that, then you probably need to reevaluate. Doesn't mean you always need to go with more, but you need sure. to think about it and give it thought. And then the second thing is what we call the beneficiary, and that is who gets the you know who gets the benefit when you pass away, and um, and and that's that's probably the most regular touch point that we try to have with our customers through our agents is making sure that at the time of death that we have named the person because it's a contract, it's a legal document, and we have to pay it the way that the owner of the policy said they wanted it paid. And so we want to make sure that we're up to date and relevant with that so that who they intend to get it gets it. This gives me hope because even the phrase beneficiary, like when I when I call somebody that, that there's a way that that term can feel technical. Yep. It can feel like a direct insurance term. But then also when you explore what that name means, who's going to receive the benefit right. of your care, the benefit of what you've done, who's going to be the recipient of your intentionality 
and, and the things right. that you've done. Everybody, I mean, people market that today. I've seen cards you can open up or things that you can do where somebody has recorded their voice. Yep. So, so that somebody can hold on to that. Uh, I've got a buddy who has on his voicemail on his phone something that his dad had said to him, and he won't delete it. He won't delete it because he wants to hear it, and he, yep. he saved it and made sure that he has it. And those things are special. But to have that feel to know somebody loved me, somebody took care of me, and now that lives on, that man, that's a great credit to your work and what you do. And David, I want to ask you this. This comes up a lot. We, we read about it. We see it. People testify about it so that we can be witnesses of it. But there's the Farm Bureau difference. Yes. And the Farm Bureau difference, here's what I found. It means something different to each team member, right? right? And I want to talk about that for you just, just as a man. David Bell, the man. We'll put all this other stuff okay. away. And let me ask you, what does that mean to you with your role and your life purpose? Well, to me, it is, it is truly the people, Taft. And I've answered that mm-hmm. sure. say, that answer for a few questions. But the Farm Bureau difference is, and, and I don't mean it is the people at the home office, but really the, the difference that, the people making our organization, our agents in all 95 counties, 208 offices, they they coach ball teams, they're in civic organizations, they're active in their churches, they're a part of their communities, and uh, no other company, no other organization can say that, and that's what makes us special. Then, so those offices throughout the state, then there's a home office in Columbia, Tennessee that supports them, and we have a cast of hundreds of personalities and people that are, that are there to, to love them, support them, give them the tools that they need in the local communities to succeed, whether that's technology or, uh, you know, whatever, tools, whatever. We make sure that they have what they need to be able to serve our uh, our customers. But at every touch point, it is about the people. And in 31 years, I've, I've been blessed to know a lot of people. And, uh, you know, one of these days I'll step away from it. And when I do, it'll be the thing I'll miss is the people. You've heard it said here on on this show that, that people make up everything that we do. If you've got a complaint with a church structure, you look at that and you say, okay, open it up and here's the people. These yep. are the people that make it up. Let's look at brothers and sisters and how we do that. With business, if you look at people just as numbers, you're running nothing more than a prison. I mean, we talk about numbers in an organization, but when you look at them as people and stories, you can see now if these people are stories, the numbers help tell a story. Yep. They help tell a story of who you are and what you've done. And then in our communities, we talk about who votes this way, uh, who cares about this different piece. If you look at your community as just numbers, it's how many people are gathered on one piece of land, essentially. But when you say each person is a story and a chapter and something greater, that's what we see here that I believe the Farm Bureau difference is. Yeah. You're not just looking at people as numbers, but you're looking at those people and their stories. Absolutely. And so, David, it's been a pleasure to have you on today. I want to share this with our audience. I was preaching a funeral, and I was getting ready to do it. It was a man, and he just had a couple of days left. And so they were making prep work for it. And I went and talked to this man. His name is Denny out of Memphis. And we were talking, and he knew that he had an upcoming date. Like it was, it was happening. It was declining. And we were talking about his children. And when we talked about his children, here's what he said, David. He said, Taft, they have done things on this earth that they regret and they feel bad about. And this is what he told me. I don't care what they've done when I've been here. 
And he said, I'm not concerned with that. This is a man who's fixing to leave the earth. He said, Taft, I'm more concerned with what they do after I'm gone. And he said, please say that in the funeral. Well, David, I'll tell you this. It was the easiest funeral I've ever preached. And the reason Mm -hmm. it was so easy is because his care was on display. And your agents have an opportunity to do that daily. They don't look at these things as quotas. They don't look Mm -hmm. at them this way. They say, we have an opportunity to say they care about you after they're gone. Absolutely. David, thanks for the work, man. Thank you. It, It means a lot to us. It means a lot to everybody in this state. And so we're happy today that we've been joined by David Bell, COO of Tennessee Farmers Life Insurance Company. And we hope you've been challenged today to think about the importance of loving your family all the time. Thank you for being here with us on Circle Unbroken. When I saw that hers come rolling for to carry my mother. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee.